All right, Caveman here, guys. I'm back with another promo interview. Today I got a really good one. We have Paul Freeman on. But first, before we get into it, I'm doing these interviews for Ground Force Fights 5, Throw Around at the Downs 2.0. The fights are going to take place at Batavia Downs and Casino. Make sure you're there. The date, June 15th. This Saturday coming up. The next fight that we're going to get into is Paul Freeman versus Kenny Hale. How you doing today, Paul? I'm doing all right. Doing all right, Caveman. Good, man. You look like a badass holding mic like that. I just got to say that right off the <laughs> I bat. I look like a natural, right? Yeah, you look like a rat, but you just don't <laughs> mic drop my mic. They're expensive. How's it going, man? Welcome to Western York MMA. Thank you. Thank you. We just got done. Uh, we did some rounds. Paul got his last Sharks in before the fight. How are you feeling? Uh, I feel really good. Uh, really tough uh, rounds from everybody. Um, it was nice to go against you. Uh, for the last round, you know, you're a pro fighter, real tough. So it was good to have you push me the last round and uh, really keep me on my toes and see what I can uh, what I can just uh, take, you know. Yeah, it was a good round, man. That was the first time we sparred, too. So yeah. it was good. I mean, we we roll all the time and we've done wrestling and stuff, but that's the first time we did MMA sparring. Definitely, yeah, it was nice. You've been hiding out for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've been running. <laughs> you took Willie down. Willie, Captain uh, Puerto Rico over here. He's like six times your size. You took him down like it was nothing, man. I just have to bring this out in this interview real quick to, to shoot at Will. I'm going to tag him in this, too. <laughs> um, you know, I, uh, I come from a, um, a very long wrestling background. My uh, uncle was a state-quality wrestler when he was younger. That was in the 60s. And um, so I started my uh, journey in early 90s when I was about 11, 12 years old. And wrestled all through high school, made the varsity team in eighth grade, had over 120 wins in uh, high school, uh, 30 losses. So, uh, and I was uh, runner-up to go to states, lost in uh, overtime, 10 seconds away from double overtime. So, yeah, uh, m that's my pedigree, you know, wrestling and stuff like that. So, who did you I, wrestle for? Uh, you know, I was blessed to wrestle for um, some of the best programs around here. I wrestled for Sweet Home. Damn. Um, and uh, Do you know Wayne Stanfield? Wayne Stanfield, no. All right, keep going. I'm sorry. No, but what's interesting is when I wrestled for Sweet Home, uh, Rashad Evans wrestled for Ni Niagara Weefield, and Niagara Weefield was our rivals. So right. that's interesting, and I learned a lot of stuff from just watching Rashad, which was interesting. And the first program I was with was at Akron, and they have a real tough program. And then I ended up at Lockport, where uh, I was blessed. To, I went 140, and the kid below me was 135, and his name was Bill Morello. And he was ranked sixth in the nation. So it was good to have uh, all these strong wrestling programs to, uh, to help me down my journey, you know. Awesome, man. We talk about a lot about your wrestling. How's your striking? Uh, my striking. As I'm rubbing my nose. <laughs> my striking is uh, it's not my go-to, but I wouldn't say that I'm completely uncomfortable there. You know, uh, I I have a certain level of comfort there, but that's not my. Uh, I don't like to say that's my go-to. You know, you look very comfortable on your feet. Thanks. I was going to say that. Man, you look like you've been striking for a long time the way you move. Yeah, and that's kind of funny, you know, and I probably shouldn't say this because this gives my opponent a, a little edge, but I haven't done much stand-up sparring, you know, in a long time. Right. Really, since I started this program here two months ago, uh, this is really when I got a lot of my stand-up sparring. Like, 10 years ago, I used to fight, got a lot of sparring in then, but recently I've just been focus focusing on my jiu-jitsu and... 
you know, stuff like that. Well, you're saying we're jiu-jitsu guys, so I got to ask you about your jiu-jitsu. Yeah. I know how your jiu-jitsu is, but what do you want to tell the world about your uh, grappling skills? Um, well, I first of all want to say that I'm very passionate about jiu-jitsu. Um, it saved my life. I've, uh, you know, I've had a long, hard road. Everyone does, you know, uh, some harder than others. Um, but I feel personally for me, if I didn't have wrestling and I'm a May in my life and uh, the discipline that it demands out of you, um, I don't know if I'd be sitting here talking to you right now. You know what I mean? And uh, um, I'll even say this. And I was uh, five years ago, I was heavily addicted to drugs. You know what I mean? But I always wanted this. Uh, like the good kind or steroids? No, bad, like uh, bad drugs, you know, uh, coke and uh, heroin and stuff like Damn. that. Yeah, I was uh, I was really bad, you know. And it all started from pain pills from an injury from MMA 10 years ago. <laughs> you know, so then I ended up getting on harder drugs. And um, I didn't think I was going to live, you know. And I, so I would sit there and cry just for a chance to get in the cage, you know, because this has always been my passion. But drugs held me back and certain things have held me back in life. But God has given me a chance. And, you know, I'm grateful and I want to take advantage of it. Man, that's really, really deep, dude. I didn't even know all that about you. This, I like doing these interviews just to hear shit like that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and that's why I like to share my story, because I know there's a lot of people out there that struggle with that, you know, and uh they they don't see an out of their situation when it comes to drugs or abuse or anything like that but just go what your passion go after what you're passionate about and that'll pull you right out of uh you know that that shit that you're in yeah make sure you keep talking to the mic so we can hear you all right sorry yeah no worries it's all right i can still hear you a little right. bit so it'll i can play with the volume a little bit um you come from a really big gym western york mma we got like 400 members kenny hale comes from a smaller gym man who do you think has the advantage in the fight you know, Ida, uh, I personally don't feel it's, it matters what gym you come from. Uh, I think it can, but I think it, it ultimately comes down to your discipline. So if he's, uh, I, I know he may not have uh, the guys that we have to work with here, but if he's out putting in nine miles a day running, you know, and working on his condition and then just being tough and he wants to go out there and absorb everything and wear me out, you know, or whatever, and uh, he's watching video or, or anything, you know, to improve himself, you know, he could be way better than me. It, it all comes down to discipline and, you know, what you put in on your own time, I believe. Awesome, man. What would a win in ground force fights mean to you? Oh, man, it would, be, it would mean the world to me. Um, I'm 38 years old. I don't have much time. And my goal is to make it as a pro, at least have one pro fight under my belt, win or lose. You know what I mean? I just want to make it as a pro. I want to show my kids that it's possible. You know, everybody sees uh, making it as a pro is it's impossible. You know, no, I don't believe it's not. It's not even close to impossible. It's impossible because people are not willing to work as hard as it is what it takes to get you there. You know, that's the only thing that makes it impossible. So I think uh impossible is uh the limits of your mind i love that answer that's really good man you're a really deep guy i wish i would have talked to you more thanks in the gym man thanks. i kind of always got your head down and just grinding away i don't really talk you know i much. try to keep my head down uh uh just stay focused you know and try not to get into it with other people or anything you know i don't like to offend other people i'm very humble so uh and i know that even like even if you could say the wrong thing to somebody and it will offend them, you know, even trying to be nice or whatever. You think you're being funny. So, you know, I try to respect people, not step on your toes and, you know, be humble. I like that, man. You weren't so humble in the case that you're beating everybody <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Willie. Someday he'll learn how to sprawl. 
<laughs> you're wrong, caveman. You're wrong. <laughs> so you're fighting out of the Playmates corner. Playmates is a, a very um, very high-end female establishment, uh, male establishment, actually. You know, dancing female girls. Um, it's a multinational card. We got uh, Canadians, Americans on this card. What do you think are better, American girls or Canadian girls? Ooh, ooh, you're trying to get me in trouble here, Caveman. I am. I, I saw like, your, uh, your... I I don't like this question, but, you know, I think I'm going to have to be honest here. You know, I love our American women, but uh, there's no one nicer than Canadian women. I, I'll have to say that. No one nicer. Except for your girlfriend. Except for my girlfriend. Yeah, I was just going to say that, actually. Oh, yeah. Definitely, I was... De- <laughs> are you trying to get me trouble. in trouble? Yeah, I was gonna Keep say. Me let me trouble, say man. it. No, let me say it. <laughs> we talked about this beforehand. If you're listening, Paul's <laughs> girlfriend. I really just did try and throw him under the bus. <laughs> I told him I was gonna ask him this question because she's outside watching Paul do his rounds. I'm like, watch me. I'm gonna throw you under the bus. <laughs> no, I no. I love you know. I love my girlfriend. She's great. Uh, I wouldn't trade her for the world. Um, She's one of the best people I've ever met, you know, and I'm grateful for having her. So, yeah, definitely. I would never say nothing to offend her, you know. Yeah. Is your family going to be out there supporting you? Absolutely, man. I want to have all my kids there, uh, all five of them. Damn, you got and, five kids? Yeah, and even my unborn. So I want want them all there. And Man, we got to talk about uh, birth control excited. and pulling out and uh, give you some life lessons. I'll man. tell you, I'm pretty young, man. 38. <laughs> five kids already? Holy cow. Dude, you're going to be like George Ford. You're going to run out of names for your kids. <laughs> Right, right, <laughs> yeah. Trying to make a football team or something. Yeah, you got a whole MMA squad. Dude. Yeah, you feel it, have champions in every weight every class. Every weight class. Damn, <laughs> you're prolific. <laughs> Are you on steroids? <laughs> <laughs> no, if I was on, I don't think I'd be producing these many kids. No, man, you did a, you did a good job with your family, too. They're here watching you spar. Thanks, uh, man. Does yeah, your uh, girlfriend them. come in a lot? I haven't seen her in the gym too much. Yeah, yeah. She's here actually all the time. You know, she goes and does her thing, uh, mm-hmm. reads or walks or, you know, does her thing. But she's always here for me. You know, she's the reason I'm here. Like, she brings me here. And she believes in me and backs me 100%. You know, and uh, that's one of the reasons I love her so much. You know, she is... She believes in me more than anyone's believed in me my whole life, you know. And she believed in me when I didn't believe in myself, which is amazing. That's awesome. So was she with you when you were going through your tough times? She was with me at the end of it, yeah. And uh, I was actually uh, going real hard with with a certain drug at that time. And she's like, baby, she's like, you know, if you leave it alone and you pursue Because we talked about fighting before and the whole MMA thing and how I did it in the past and my wrestling background. She's like, Paul, uh, if you go ahead and you give up the drugs for the... Um, for your fighting, you know, go after it. You're passionate about it, you know. Um, we have kids, uh, all this stuff, the money that we're spending can be spent on the kids, spent on the house and stuff like this. And she's like, if you uh, go ahead and chase that dream, give up the drugs, I'm going to have your back 100%. And she absolutely has. She brings me in every practice. Uh, she's at every tournament, every match. She rubs my back when we get home if I ask her. Or, you know, she gets me food uh, because she knows I'm hurting and stuff like this. So it means a lot, yeah. Maybe she got to rub your back when you got out of the cage with the caveman. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> she, yeah, I damn near broke my back in there. <laughs> <laughs> or you damn near broke my back. <laughs> that's an awesome story, man. I love to hear that support. The family that trains together stays together. Absolutely, and, uh, absolutely. One more thing I like to say. I love how you replaced a very unhealthy addiction with a very healthy addiction. Well, Mostly healthy addiction. I mean, uh, I'm ble- not like 100% healthy for your body, but it's way more healthy for your mind, your spirit, and your body. I, I agree with you. Yeah. And, uh, 
yeah i just want to say you know i feel blessed there's no way i could have made it out because mma uh saved me but you got to understand that's what i was passionate about but the whole time i never lost focus on god and my faith and my religion because my grandparents my mom brought me up through church you know and um they stress that you know nothing that you achieve in life is done without god so uh i just hold on to my faith and stuff and i always knew that god would get me through it i didn't know how you know uh his plans i don't think we can ever see coming but i knew it was coming i kept my faith and uh, i'm reaping the rewards now you know so I love we got really deep into your story, but I still got to do my job, and I got to get back into promoting a fight. Gotcha, gotcha. Sorry. Um, no, dude, I like it. This is a really good story. People are going to listen to it. They're going to like it, and it's a great story for MMA and just in itself and an even better story for ground force fights. But to swing it around the other way, what is your prediction for this fight? Um, Let's see. My prediction? I, You know, I really don't like to... To say who's going to win or lose, uh, I don't like to really predict anything. Um, but I can say this about myself. Uh, I know I've worked hard for two and a half months now leading up to this fight. And um, I'm going to go out there and get a, give it everything I got. So that's uh, my prediction for the fight is that I'm going to go out and give it everything I got. One time, one of these guys is going to say, what's your prediction for the fight? And they're going to go, pain, like Mr. T style. But... Apparently, it's not going to be you today. <laughs> no, not not today. You know, he's not. He hasn't offended me or anything. There's no reason to get uh, saucy with the mouth and stuff like that. So yeah. we'll keep it friendly. Kenny's a really nice guy too, man. He's a cool, good fighter. Cool. It's going to be a great fight. I can't wait to see you guys fight. Two two good guys. I I really am glad I got to sit down and uh, hear your story. Do you have any sponsors to plug? No, I don't. Um, I'm working on sponsors. Uh, if anybody out there um, is interested in sponsoring me or interested after the fight. Um, hit Caveman up or hit me up on Facebook or something. Yeah, Paul Freeman? Paul Freeman, yeah. Paul E. Freeman, right? On yes, Facebook? Sir. Uh, so Paul, Paul Freeman on Facebook, okay. I'm pretty sure. I thought yeah. there was a, a, there might be your middle name initial or something. Is there. it in there too? I don't know. I'll yeah. tag you in this anyway. So All right, cool. Just click the tag if you're trying to send Paul some money. I'm sure he'd appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I got one more plug to, to uh, plug out too. Uh, Integrity Martial Arts. It's on Niagara Falls Boulevard. Check out the Instagram or Facebook site for any more information. Or you can go to integrity-martialarts.com. Check out the schedule, the times. I teach every class there on Sundays. Check it out. Put some money in my pocket because I could use it. Anything else, Paul? Um, I, I guess I'll say this, too, because uh, I think it would help people and uh, inspire them. Last year, I was uh, at the end of my addiction, and you know I was putting down a 30 pack uh alcohol a day and um i'm only five foot seven you know so that's a lot and uh i was 200 pounds God you know damn. no shit yeah last year for donia i took uh first at 190 <laughs> in jujitsu so uh yeah um but i made a decision you know and uh set a goal to get in the cage and fight and i cut all that weight and you know i knew i was way too short to be fighting at that weight you know god. with all that fat and uh yeah made the decision and made it happen so all right man well god bless you guys shake your hand sorry for the mic jingle good job man all good right. sparring today too thanks a lot i'll Kate, see man. you in the cage it. on saturday for sure for check sure. it out june 15th don't miss it june buy tickets 15th. if you're uh, online make sure you put in paul's name when you're buying your tickets so he gets the commission every commission counts support a fighter